Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi, it's hour two of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. We we have a disagreement about this this song that we're hearing right now, this fast car. You you prefer the original version by Tracy Chapman. I really like that version. But each time I hear this one by Luke Combs, Pappy likey more and more. And it makes me think of like this song and then so too Tom Cochran's Life is a Highway. Loved it. Rascal Flatts Life is a Highway. Loved it. Me ma no likey thisy. <laughs> that was more experimental than I wanted to be. This. I mean, I, I want to know what he does when it goes. See, my old man's got a problem. He lived with the bottle. That's the way it is. He says his body's too old for working. Well, maybe he means his old man his as old far man. as his dad. Yes. All right, all right. I, Did you didn't... misinterpret the song? Do you think always? No, I, no. I don't. I don't even know what the song is. I don't know what the. I, just I know, thought it was about a woman yeah, leaving her. Do her yeah, see, that's the difference between men and women. We are okay. lyric driven. We you are... are like beat and melody driven. That's true. I do like melody. So here's the thing. I always thought. I always thought it was about a woman leaving a crappy relationship. You know, like it starts out. Oh, you got a fast car. Let's get out of here together, and then. He turns out to be a screw up. Do I it, have to go through the I'm, entire I'm looking at the lyrics. lyrics right now. It it feels uh, maybe together it, we can get somewhere. Any like place sh- is better. Starting from zero, got nothing to lose. Maybe we'll make something. Me myself, I got nothing to prove. I don't see anything about I don't like my husband or boyfriend and I got to get away from him. It feels like. By the way, we're doing a deep dive on the lyrics of Fast Car. Um, that it was just like, you're stuck in a tough lot in life right now. You're, you know, it says, working at the convenience store, managed to save just a little bit of money. Yeah, you, you might don't have to right. drive too far. They're just All trying right. to get out of it. My mama went off and left him, His the old man. Okay, okay. I wonder. Oh, then, you know women, we're wait, so wait, much wait, about wait, lyrics. Wait, wait. You men, you simple <laughs> men and your melody wait, loving. let's just break it down a little more. Sure, Donna. Okay. Now, let's just keep going. Go f- further down in the lyrics. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You, I hope you stretched because it feels like you're about to reach. You got a fast car. I got a job that pays all our bills. You stay out drinking at the bar. See more of your friends than you do your kids. I'd always hope for better. I'm redeeming myself. Mm-hmm. Thought maybe together you and me'd find it. I got no plans. I ain't going nowhere. So take your fast car and keep on driving. So basically, she, she, she ended up some. with a guy who turned out to be just like her dad. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> I don't know that that declares victory for you or not. But I'll meet you three quarters of the way to my side. <laughs> <laughs> Donna. Huh. So the guy that had the fast car. I mean, people are actively 
turning to other radio stations right now. But <laughs> let's just finish it. The guy that had the fast car, she was like, oh, you're my ticket out of here. But it turns out he was just like the dad who lived a tough and mistake-filled life. Yes. Well, Seeing more of his friends than he did his kids. It's the cats in the cradle. In the silver spoon. Little ball blue mirror on the mirror. That song. That song. Full circle. Same thing. What Full songs circle. have the best... What here's a question for the class. What song has the 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 best lyrical storytelling? Not if, fun to sing along with, but you you when it hits you, you're like, oh, that's what that's all about. Yeah, any country song is going to take you on a ride. Yeah, yeah they, they they lean in more. Don't take the girl by Tim McGraw. Ooh. Wow, that's a tough oh, one to listen gosh. to. Zamboni's shook. Let me give you the whole gist of the story, okay? Yeah. Okay. What's it called again? Uh, don't take the girl. All right. So, guy, kid wants to go fishing with his dad. Dad's like, let's bring neighbor girlfriend. And he said, no, don't take the girl. Boo. We don't like girls. Next thing you know, they're dating. Right? Oh. Uh. <laughs> I'm going to have to hear this whole thing. I'll just put it okay. underneath while you're right. explaining. And then, basically, he falls in love with the girl. Okay. And then they get held up on the street. Oh, my gosh. And he's like, hey, man, all right, just don't take the girl. And then, I think she gets take, pregnant. Take my money, take my wallet, yeah. take everything. Just, just don't, don't take, take the, the girl. girl. He's telling that to the hmm. person mugging them. And then, this is a special edition of The Beat, if you're just tuning in, breaking down lyrics. And then at the end, he's on his hands and knees because she's having problems in childbirth. And he's praying, please, God, don't take the girl. Take the very breath you gave me. Take the heart from my chest. I'll gladly take her place if you'll let me. Make this my last request. Take me out of this world. God, please don't take the girl. Johnny's daddy was taking him fishing when he was eight years old. Full circle. Chills him everywhere. What are you? I, I have a story to tell you. So I was on my way to an interview at a country station recently. No, <laughs> okay, the year asking. this song came out, and I put this song. I turned on the radio station, and this song came on, and I was like, "What the hell am I getting into? What is this? Is yeah. This what all the songs are like? Geez, the guy just made a movie out of a song in like two and a half minutes." Yeah, that's that's good. When you can just lean in. Thank you. I mean, look, my son's birthday is today. My son turns 11. Happy birthday. Cats in the cradle, right in the middle. My son turned 10 just the other day. He said, thanks for the ball, Dad. Come on, let's play. Can you teach me to throw? I said, not today. I got a lot to do. He said, that's okay. Oh, no. That's it. That's what. Is Steve going to break down? No, he picked down. it up right where the lyric, right where I was. Don't was get down. Oh, there's one by Shenandoah. Wait, at the end of Cats in the Cradle, for those who don't know, then the dad has retired. His son's moved away. I called him up just the other day. I said, I'd like to see if you don't mind. He said, I'd love to, Dad, if I can find the time. He goes, he lit. The, the, the child that was always asking for him and then older in life, now he's asking for his son and he's gotten busy and doesn't have time for dad. I mean, what are you trying to do? Punch my emotional nads? Butterfly kisses. Now that song people make fun of, but I maintain that is, that is one of the only songs that made me act, actually 
actively cry on the way to work, and I put it on as a as a test. I was like, "What? This can't be." My parents used to say, "Oh, when you're older, you'll get it." This we we think this is a moving song, and then that one has a total plot twist too. Bob Carlyle. Someone on their deathbed, and then the kids giving them dad butterfly kisses. Donna, it's, it's so predictable. Donna, <laughs> he goes through. He's given <laughs> butterfly kisses oh, to the daughter, and they're doing all this. And then as she grows up, and it's her wedding day, and he's giving her away now. Aww. And then she leans over and gives him butterfly kisses. I started like weeping, like hives on my neck. It was a bad situation. Oh, my God. Oh, my Lord in heaven. This stuff is ridiculous. What are we doing? Well, that's all we have time for, folks. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, let's make a plan as to what we want to do next, because we've we've already passed over some stuff that we wanted to get to. But I I think this is kind of interesting. There's a heat wave right now. It's gripping everybody. And with that, there's some clothing that is becoming more popular that you could really use this week. It's not short shorts. We'll tell you what that is. Uh, when we return, we'll talk about that bloody heat wave. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hi, friends. It's Stevie Boy from my pals over at the Canopy Group. Donna is actively making faces at me right now, trying to make me screw up. I wish I had insurance for this commercial. You want to say something, <laughs> Donna? I, it's not you. It's a different Stay Steve out of that's it. doing a different uh, commercial All right, right whatever. My, uh, my friends at the Canopy Group, they know what they're up to today. They're not playing games. They're saving people money. They're saving them money today like they did yesterday, like they will tomorrow. How do they do it? They have 16 options for you. They work with 16 different insurance companies, some of the big ones that you've heard of before, some smaller ones that are a little more boutique that maybe you haven't heard of. They might be a great fit for you. But the cool thing is when you have insurance needs in the world of uh, world of like auto insurance, homeowners insurance, uh, you need insurance for the cabin, for the boat, all that, they can get your situation out to those 16 companies and say, all right, who, who works best here? Who can give them the best coverage? Who can give it to them with the best price possible and then each year they annually they'll check up on your insurance rates to make sure that you continue to save you can start saving today the canopygroup.com welcome back and thank you for listening it's donna it's steve it's zamboni on my talk um so wow it's been really hot guys i i just i have not been able to go outside and do anything because i don't know that the air quality is kicking my butt. You know mm. what I'm saying? I aerated my lawn last night. What? Just, I spot aerated, dry spots. And uh, so I just sort of aerated, loosened up the soil a little bit. Oh, can I borrow that thing? I rent it out. I could, yeah, I could oh, give you no, an aggressive break. my neighbor break. has one. I'll just borrow it. Thanks. Mine's brand new. I didn't know that you you should aerate in the summer. I thought that's a spring or fall thing. Let me just give a shout out to someone who I follow. Um, I follow a guy on social media, who I got this idea from. Okay. His name is Ope, it's Mo Time. Okay. Ope, it's Mo Time. Okay. And he has lawn tips, and he was talking about um, just dry spots. And he said, oh, here's something you can do. And you just go through, and you, so if you, like, have a brown spot in your lawn. Oh, I have many, 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 many. Okay. So I have some where the uh, the sprinklers aren't hitting them because of the trees. So they're hitting the trees, and they're so they're going dry. So I went, and, and he said, you take an aerator, and then you just, you know, like the kind that you step down, step yep. down. And 
you do that and it loosens up what can be compacted soil under there that might yep. not be receiving any water that it does get, which speeds the drying process. Sure. So you do that and then you water. So I did that and water. I didn't aerate the whole lawn, uh, but just those tough spots that feel like they're not getting water okay. to help the grass to grow under the surface of the lawn. Love it. Great tip. Yeah. Spot aerate. And sister. then seed also, right? Um, you could. I didn't. I have a. I have a. Um, a fertilizer down that won't allow new growth. That's what I'm afraid of. It depends on what fertilizer you put down. There is. There's. If you do weed and feed, there's one that like there will. If you try to seed after you've laid down a weed prevention, it's not going to grow because it's been treated to not allow anything new to grow, including new grass. There are other fertilizers that you can use that do not. Uh, that don't have that sort of weed killer in it. And so new grass could still grow. It's just fertilized. So annoying. Clothes with built-in fans are becoming more popular. Did you know this was a thing? I did not, but I am open to it as an aggressive sweater. Okay. Well, um, this is especially in Japan where they've been a thing for a while now. You could check out, uh, I put a photo in there. You can maybe describe it. This is a former Sony engineer who came up with the idea and started selling fan jackets back in 2004. The name of his company literally translates to air-conditioned clothes. Hmm. And if you have trouble picturing it, Maybe think of those inflatable dinosaur costumes that people wear for Halloween. Similar technology. Think of our movie. Yes. With the, the, with the Triceraptus, with the Triceratops. Right. Yeah. Um, they puff up just like that, and they work the same way. Early versions weren't breathable enough, and the batteries didn't last long. Yes, there are batteries. But now, now they can go all day. Okay. So the, there's a power tool company, Makita that started selling their own version for construction workers in 2015. And they say sales have been way up in the last few years. You can look on Amazon. I think there's a bunch of knockoffs that cost between 40 to $300. So you don't, you know, if you don't care about people poking, pointing and laughing and all that stuff, you can beat the heat this way. There are some that are vest options, which feel better for me. But the, because it's counterintuitive, in order to get cooler, they have you put on a coat or put on a jacket. Hmm. You know, I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Usually right, we want right. to take more off when we're hot, but this has you putting more on. I'd be curious, besides a fan, besides an exhaust, is there a cooling element in there is there an ice pack is there something that is fanning around blowing around cold air they say it's uh like this i i guess it kind of wicks away moisture as well it helps to evaporate this stuff, sounds so like a lot of work just sit under a tree <laughs> i mean geez for three hundred dollars maybe buy an air conditioner 
Guess whose tree you could sit under? Not mine. Mine. Pick one. Any of the 16. Wow, you put 16 up, huh? There's a lot. I think maybe there are 16 trees total. Maybe I planted 13. I wonder, how much did that cost you? Well, let's do, let's say it was 13. It probably cost me about $2,000. Oh, that's not bad. That's cheaper than a fence. Yeah. I'm not looking for a fence. I'm looking for landscape, Donna. I'm looking for trees, for shade. I want to hear the rustling of the leaves when the breeze comes through. Why stop there? Let's get you a water fountain and a koi pond. Listen. What are we doing? Lou has talked about a water feature saying, oh, that's so nice. Anytime she sees one. Oh, do a koi pond. I don't want the koi. Oh, they're beautiful. I understand what they look like. I know. Why don't you get a koi pond? I got to pay for college. You get yourself a you're making the big boy TV money. I'm making dirtbag radio money, okay? Uh, listen, that's becoming more and more apparent. I am realizing what an <laughs> awful decision I made, but here I am. I got to walk out my new commitment. It's fine. We'll be fine. Uh, oh, my gosh. Anyway. anyway uh, uh, how about journey. this about the, uh, the heat? Boy, it's, it's hot out there. <laughs> how hot is it? Donna. What? How hot is it? Never mind. You're supposed to do the punchline. Um, I'm straight person. You're your punchline guy. The heat wave in Phoenix has not let up. Yesterday, they recorded their 25th straight day of temperatures hitting at least 110 degrees. That is 25 consecutive days where the high is north of 110. Nope. According to the Weather Channel, that streak is expected to end with a cool down to 101 degrees by early next week before shooting back up to 108. It's so hot in Arizona that doctors there are seeing a spike of patients who were burned just by falling on the ground. What? Burn centers are becoming maxed out, and about one-third of the patients are people who fell on the ground. And it's serious. There are burn patients in the ICU after falling down outside. Now, now, like, finding themselves on the hot black asphalt. Oh, my... Keep in mind, your pet's touching that every day, you know? Yeah. And don't go barefoot anywhere. Oh, yeah. If you don't think you can run anymore, step barefoot on the asphalt this afternoon if it's sunny. You will involuntarily go into, at minimum, a power walk, but very likely a jog slash sprint. You ever find yourself oh. on, on, and suddenly it gets hot? In and, Vegas. I remember oh, going from the pool to the restroom and being like, ah! like walking on hot coals on a hot day asphalt can be 40 to 60 degrees hotter than the air and there have been multiple days when the air temperatures were about close to 120 degrees in phoenix which means the asphalt could have been around 180 degrees how about for all those people who moved to phoenix to get out of here suck it Donna, that is not <laughs> in coming from a good place okay sorry maybe they're snowbirds maybe they they go to arizona in the winter then they come back mm. here in the summer but please, if they're here today and they're like, it's 100. It's going to be like 100 today. Mm. All right. Let's take a break. We'll play a game. The College of Pop Culture Knowledge. That's the name of it. 651-641-1071. You can call now and let's play. Let's do it. I won yesterday because I'm awesome. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Oh, hey, Steve. When did you get here? 
find the song of summer right now, Donna? That was a blessing to hear. Thank you, Queen. You're welcome. You want to play a game? Yes, please. All righty. Time to go to college. College, college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. Hey. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. Donna just said it. She got a win yesterday, ending what was a little bit of a winning streak for Steve. So now the score sits 76-73 as we move to this Wednesday edition of the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It is also National Aunt and Uncle Day, and we're going to have pop culture all about aunts and uncles. Okay, great. And we've got Kelly on the line to play with us. Kelly, 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 Kelly. Hi, Kel. Hi, guys. How's it going today? Oh, I'm doing good. Just trying to stay cool. Oh, yes. that's the name of the game. Uh, you're, where are you driving to right now? Where are you headed? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just pulling into work, so I'll be stopped. Oh, you're you're doing okay. No judgment here. We'd just like to know where our listeners are, who they are, what motivates them, what occupies their time. Now that you and I are kind of like family, it's time for you to decide who you'd like to team up with. Aunts and uncles, or aunts and uncles, in pop culture, would you like to team up with Auntie Donna or Uncle Steve? Oh, my gosh. Well, I would say not Auntie, but I would say Auntie Donna. Yeah, okay. we're from the aunt family. Yeah, I know. I, I dabble yes. with aunt every now and again, and I feel like I'm doing a British accent. It feels very disingenuous. All right, I'm going to leave now. All right, bye, Steve. See you guys. All right, Kelly, you're going on hold. Yeah, I spent my time in Wisconsin and had to switch over to an aunt person, and then I feel so. I feel like a phony when I say aunt. I, I know. It's oh, this is my aunt. Aunt, yeah. It just sounds so hoity-toity. It's amazing how you don't have to go very far east, like very much right. in the middle of Wisconsin. All of a sudden, it's a lot of East Coast stuff, which is it kind of blew my mind when I was Love over there. Love it. All right. Uh, are you ready to do this? Yes, I am. Again, it is aunts or aunts and uncles in pop culture. We will get it started with this one. Despite his deranged and terrifying look, he's actually a loving uncle to Pugsley and his sister in most recent films and shows. Uh, that is... Uh, Adam's family situation. I'll get back to you. Voiced by Jeremy Irons and most recently Chiwetel Ejiofor, he's one of the most villainous uncles ever, especially for a Disney character. Uh, this is the guy who looks like my dog. He's real boxy at the top, and then he's tapered at the bottom. This Next. automatic and neutron dance Oakland girl group around since 69 could have changed their name when niece Issa jumped in the group in 02. Oh, I don't know. The Shirelles. Okay. One. Can I have one? Yes. Uh, Durain, okay. I don't you've, even understand. You've got, you've got Kelly on the line. It's all right. We'll, we'll oh, see. boy, Kelly. Kelly? Kelly, um, I'm a disaster. That was, uh, that, that was something. Let's run through these answers. Are you, are you run through these questions. Are you ready, Kelly? All right. Despite his deranged and terrifying look, he's actually a loving uncle to Pugsley and his sister in recent films and TV shows. Is that Uncle Fester? All right. Do you want to go with that for an answer? Sounds good. We'll move on to the next one. Voiced by Jeremy Irons and most recently Chiwetel Ejiofor, he's one of the most villainous uncles ever, especially for a Disney character. Dang, Steve's going to know this. Yeah, he is. Damn it. Uh, what, what's a Disney? Oh, man. Uncle. Villainous uncle oh. in Disney. Uh, uncle... 
boy. All right. <laughs> we'll move on to the next one here. This automatic and neutron dance Oakland girl group around since 69 could have changed their name when niece Issa jumped into the group in 02. Any idea? The automatic and neutron dance Oakland girl group? Doing the neutron dance. Mm. Darn it. Right? Any idea who sings that? Mm, probably in the back of my brain somewhere, oh, but all not right. today. All I'm right, so no mad. All I'm right. so mad I know that <laughs> now one. Donna's got all it. right. Uh, let me go get Steve. Sounds good. Hold on. So go get Steve as uh, Kelly, you go back on hold, running through some aunts and uncles on this National Aunt and oh, Uncle man. Day. What a bummer. Hi. No, no. Hey, Steve. What's up, everybody? What have you been doing with your time? Well, I just went on to Instagram. Okay. I was looking at some old wrestling videos. All right. Nice. You ready, brother? (laughs) All right, let's go. Uh, Yeah, we'll start it off again. Aunt and Uncle Day with this first one. Despite his deranged and terrifying look, he's actually a loving uncle to Pugsley and his sister in recent films and shows. Uncle Fester? Voiced by Jeremy Irons and most recently Chiwetel Ejiofor, he's one of the most villainous uncles ever. This automatic and neutron dance Oakland girl group around since 69 could have changed their name when niece Issa jumped in the group in 02. Say it again. This automatic and neutron dance Oakland girl group around since 69 could have changed their name when niece Issa jumped in the group in 02. Oh, man. Five, uh, six seconds. Yes. Um, The Supremes. All right. That's a bad guess. Damn. Ah, I know that one. Let's run through these. You you know, it's almost like a word problem with Mike. I like it. You know, like you have, there's not enough time. Like if I had, let's just say we had two and a half minutes. Oh, gosh. I would totally get that. I'd be like, oh, my God, I get it. The niece joined the group. So that would mean they could have changed the name to make more sense. Oh, Sister Sledge. Close. All right, let's Let's run through these answers here. Okay, the first one. Despite his deranged and terrifying look, he's actually a loving uncle to Pugsley and his sister in recent films and shows. Of course, that sister to Pugsley is Wednesday, and the uncle is Uncle Fester. All right. Nicely done. That one, Donna. You and Kelly got that one. Yes, nicely done. Oh, Donna, you didn't. No, I was too fast. I was like, you know, the guy with the thing. I I knew it was Wednesday, but I couldn't. You know, the guy with the light bulb over his head. Yeah. And we'll move on to the one either of you got. This automatic and neutron dance Oakland girl group around since 69 could have changed their name when niece Issa jumped in the group in 02. It's because they were the Pointer Sisters. Uh, Now they're like the Pointer aunties. And and now I think it's actually like the mother, the daughter, and the granddaughter that are actually in the group. Because they're still performing, by the way. But automatic and neutron dance and jumped in the group because... Jump for my love. I wish you would have done pink Cadillac. I'm sorry. It's okay. I will... Try to do better. Fire. <laughs> Finally, we'll I'm get to the last one. It, it is oh, one to zero. Uh, second one, voiced by Jeremy Irons, and most recently, Chiwetel Ejiofor. He's one of the most villainous uncles ever, especially considering he killed his brother and then wanted to kill his nephew. It is indeed Scar. Oh, yeah. I wish he would have said that part. Well, <laughs> what? That it was Scar? <laughs> no, killed his brother. Oh, sure. Yeah. He's a villainous uncle. I don't know. Darn. Sorry, it was Scar. Tough crowd. Donna. Yeah. That's hard. I'm sorry. My you, brain isn't quick enough. Oh, I'm sorry. You're better than me. You complained after each of those. I'm so mad I want right you to now. go listen back to this podcast later. And Boo! 
I just feel like we need some warmed up milk for Mima right now. Oh, it was, just, it was too fast. I wish you would have said that one instead. You should have asked this question I that know, way. I know, I know. Sorry, Wait, so Kelly. I won? Yeah. You did win. Congratulations. Kelly, I'm so sorry. That is okay. I know your number. I'll call back. Please do. Oh. Thanks, Kelly. We love you. Sorry, yeah. Donna dropped the ball. You guys want to do a tiebreaker? Yes. I would love to. All right, here we go. Hey, it didn't come down to a tiebreaker in real time. This is sort of rare these days. This has been very rare. Let's, Let's go, uh, Donna. You got this one. Tiebreaker it right. up. Here we go. Here we go. This fictional uncle of a famous nephew and grand, excuse me, of a famous nephew and great nephews is said to be one of the richest uncles in the world. Steve. Yep. Scrooge McDuck. Especially for a duck. <laughs> All right, whatever. Yes. Scrooge McDuck was the correct answer. Congratulations. That is amazing. Are you not entertained? Wow, mm. great scene. That's a great scene in Gladiator. Are you not entertained? Do you know that that's where that, that movie line comes from? Gladiator? I, I've never heard that movie line. Oh, really? <laughs> I've never are heard anyone say, are you not entertained? Oh, queen. Oh, wow. You Please. really love that Gladiator movie, I do don't you? I love yeah. that movie. And yeah. I once watched 300, which is uh, Gerard Butler and the Spartans, and it's it's plot light, action heavy. <laughs> oh, okay. But okay. I remember I watched that movie and wanted to change the way that I cared for my temple the next day because every dude, and it was jacked. And listen, they have a 300 workout. That, th- that became famous in their, their press run-up to the movie, the intense training that they had to do. And it was like this three... So now there are all these 300 rep workouts that you can do. Mm. And you, of course, have to drastically alter your diet. But if you do all of those things, you, too, can look like Gerard Butler in 300. This is Sparta! Did you like the movie with Mel Gibson that I never saw? Braveheart. Yeah, that one. So funny. I actually haven't seen it since the very first time I saw it. And I was pretty young-ish. The, I remember two scenes. Them flashing um, their, their, their enemies. They lift up their kilts. I remember that. And I remember a guy getting his face smashed like a grape with a ball and chain situation. That's all I remember. I need to go back and watch it. I bet I would love it. I remember starting to watch it and then just going, this is too hard to watch. It's hard. Yeah. Well, I should. I've been, you know this. I have been called the Braveheart of Chaska, the William (laughs) Wallace of Harvard (laughs) Broadcast. And so I should just to kind of get in touch with my roots. Um, Do you know that when it gets too hot, sales of this actually go down would you like to take a guess Mm, sales of ice yeah it's a great guess it's you're close try again cream queen slay queen yes that's it uh that's not that because that's too thick the cfo of unilever the world's largest ice cream producer said yesterday that europe's heat wave you're up you're up might dampen demand for ice cream because when it gets too hot, people move away from ice cream and buy a cold drink instead. Mm. I will say this. I love ice cream. I really don't like eating ice cream in front of other people. Yeah, the whole tongue thing is gross. That is our most vulnerable. That is the time (laughs) we are most vulnerable, most like a dog. We eat it the same way a dog would. Our tongues just out at full extension 
licking up dairy product, and then you're seeing the spotted dairy on people's tongue when they go in for another lick. And it's just the tongue is a vulnerable thing to have on display, milky display at that. Mm, Deep dive in this one. Yeah, I would agree with you. I'd rather eat it with a spoon. Even that is weird to do in front of people, eat something with a spoon. I don't feel that way. I I scream with a spoon in front of other people. That's like a dignified way of doing it. You think so? I like licking ice cream off of a, when it's on a cone. I just don't like to do it around people. Ah. I had two Sunday cones last night before I went to bed. Really? You know, you know what I'm talking about? No. Like the little, uh, what, what, what do they call them? The, uh, the little, the waffle cone, the ice cream on top and little, it's covered in chocolate usually sometimes nuts, uh, like a nutty buddy kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's got nut, chopped up nuts on the top of yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, there's a name for it that I'm forgetting. Drumstick. Drumstick. There it is. Yes. Thank you. I had two of those last night and boy, when there's like wow. fudge or chocolate in the middle. Oh, and yeah. now your your tongue has become an excavator. How about the little piece of chocolate at the, at the bottom, bottom of the cone, if you get one? That's one of the finest pieces of chocolate available. <laughs> it is, if you really think about it. That's very, very satisfying chocolate. Okay. Okay. Better than like a Hershey bar. What is that? Oh, garbage Hershey candy? Bars oh, is, that's a garbage version of chocolate. Ew. It just doesn't taste good. Dark chocolate, you got me. The milk chocolate bar, me no likey. There goes our national endorsement. Shoot. Damn it. Who who have we ruined? Cheerios? I ruined that for us. Hershey's. Oreos. Oreos. Yeah. There's quite a few. Quite a few. On that note, we must leave, but we will come back. And when we do, Steve has some kind of story for you. (laughs) What a tease. No, no. I have a cute story, too. It has to do with Henry Winkler and which action star he based the Fonz off of. It's kind of cute. You like it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got a little sound bite for you when we come back. Hello, it's Donna for Spire Credit Union. You guys, there are 22 Spire locations and there are over 155,000 members. I'm a member. Steve's a member. Kirk Cousins is a member. All sorts of people are members. Uh, They've got saving options for basic savings. You could do holiday savings, budget savings, money markets. They've got certificates that earn a higher rate with terms from three months to 60 months. And I got to tell you, when Spire says free checking, they really do mean free checking. No monthly maintenance fees. And Spire is the official checking account of the St. Paul Saints. They've got a Saints free checking account as well that comes with a custom Saints debit card. And new accounts get two tickets to an upcoming game. You got to love that. All the convenience services are free, like digital banking, mobile app, mobile wallet, remote deposit, yada, yada. I happen to have a share savings account, and I love the customer service. You will, too. Go to myspire.com for more information. Spire is insured by NCUA, an equal housing opportunity lender. Hey, guys, welcome back. You are such a fraud. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. You guys rock. (laughs) I don't even hear it now half the time. We've told this story before. During commercial breaks, Donna, everybody's like, oh, Steve's nuts. It must be so hard working with him. Donna, during the the majority of that last break, was doing this. I should be wiggly, 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 do. I said, hey. I'm and I'm on to other things. (laughs) And she is doing this 
on her own. And then right before, right before you heard her say, good morning, welcome back. It was all of that. I said, a diggly do, a diggly do, a dig dag, and a diggly diggly do. Durop. Welcome back. It's done, Steve. <laughs> what a woman. What it's, a woman. It's hump day. I'm in a mood, everybody. It is hump day. Welcome And to you it. had the nightmare situation this morning where you forgot something that you had to do a U turn for. You ever forget, like, you're, 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 you're making progress. You're on your way to work. And then you realize, I left something that I have to arrive with today, and right. I have to, I have to turn yeah. it, turn it around. So, That's tough. Yeah, I think that has you feeling a little. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Also, other fun things heard during the commercial break that you guys don't get to hear. Okay, wait. Why? Why are you emailing me? I don't know how to sign into that. I shouldn't <laughs> have to. <laughs> like not <laughs> just for me, guys. She's not doing an Instagram video. And I tried to calmly, respectfully say, what if instead you tried just not calm down, but like just staying a little calmer and then seeing how the problem solving might go? Why? What is Outlook One? Do we have Microsoft Office? Oh, no. (laughs) All right. That is all, all true. That is all true. It's just part of who I am. I'm sorry. You should see me at home. I get a zzz for like a text, and I'm like, "What? What do you want?" This is her. Anytime <laughs> I see, most people get a text, and I have like a little dopamine that comes out when I get a text. I'm like, "Oh, who's reaching out, Donna?" Whatever the exact opposite of dopamine is, that's what she gets a surge through her body. If her phone vibrates in a minute and she wasn't on mic, she would go, "No, why? What do they want from me?" <laughs> It's like the feds are after her. You should see when my doorbell rings. I'm like, for the love. What? Can I catch a break? Now she's got to uh, get up off the couch. I do not like the doorbell. I don't like the door knock. I don't like anything. I got to get one of those. I'll tell you when I like a text before you ring my doorbell. I'm outside. Permission to knock. Something like that. Just, hey, can I pop over real quick? Are you home? Want to come over? Want to show you something real quick? Or pop outside? I I need a warning. Yeah. Don't just cold call me. And knock at my door. Right. The house might be a wreck. I'm not about to bring you in Correct. here. I might not have a bra on. Okay? <laughs> and chances are pretty good that I don't. What is it with women wanting to get home from work and immediately take their bra off? Because it's, it's tight and it's... Sucking the life out of us, you know? Is it also helping your back? Is it supporting your back? It could, I mean, depending on who you are and what you got. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I go home, the first thing I do is put sweatpants on, which isn't too far off from what I'm wearing to begin with. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not act like it's a Clark Kent Superman switch here, you know? Right, fine. No, but I... I, uh, I I guess I, I know some guys who like to go home and immediately put like basketball shorts on. Right. Or if you wear contacts, you want to take your contacts out, throw the glasses on immediately. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You get me, man. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Can I? Yeah, I'm thinking of whether no, I, I right. want to share something. All right, share it, share it, share it, share it, share it, share it, share it. The, share. the first... <laughs> The first time that I I saw Lou, my wife, the first time I saw her take her bra off without removing her shirt, 
Oh, I don't. I never even think to take my shirt off. Oh my gosh! But well, let's just let me <laughs> tell you though, as a man who doesn't wear a brassiere yet, gravity gets to all of us. <laughs> I saw her do this, and I was like, "Who is this David Blaine?" She was like, "Just," pull, and I was like, "Isn't it attached in the back with a fasten? Yeah. How just like geometrically?" How is this working that the bra is now sliding out of a short sleeve shirt, falling on the now ground? Now you sound like Mani- Maniscalco, dude. Sebastian Maniscalco. Mm, that guy. But really, that's pretty crazy. So basically, you're wearing a t-shirt, right? You take the strap, yeah. pull it over your arm, then you do it to the other one, then you twist it So you it reach around. up the arm? Yeah, and you just pull, pull the, strap the strap down. Out. Okay. And then you turn it around uh-huh. and then unhook it, and then it falls out See, from one- the bottom of your shirt. At one, the bra or? Well, in my case, <laughs> both. <laughs> All three of them. <laughs> Donna, stop. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, there's that. Oh, anyway. <clears throat> um. <laughs> oh. Can I move on? I'm sure if you have something. Okay. Uh, So Henry Winkler based his Fonzie character on Sylvester Stallone. Isn't that adorable? Oh, really? Yes. In fact, uh, there was a picture of the two of them. And uh, Sylvester Stallone recently posted this. And he said, uh, spending a great afternoon with my very, very, very long time friend, Henry Winkler. Great guy. Great actor. And those two starred in a movie in 1974 together called The Lords of Flatbush. And he said that he kind of based his Happy Days character on Stallone. uh, The audio's a little wonky here, but listen to what he said. Sometimes I would think, what would Sly do here? When I did the audition, I just changed my voice a little bit, you know? And then I changed my body a little bit, you know? And then I would sit there and I'd look at a beautiful woman and I'd think to myself, all right, I could take her for a ride. There you go. And it all makes sense once he says it. Wow. Absolutely. I thought the Fonz, when I watched old episodes of Happy Days growing up, I thought the Fonz was about as cool as you could get. I mean, it's still like in the 90s. I was like, look at him hit that jukebox. Or make people get out of the bathroom, slam into all this. Or he'd slam on the jukebox, yes. and then a, or he'd snap his fingers, and then a woman would come right by his side. A little hey. sexist, misogynistic, but other than that, you know, pretty impressive. We'll take a break. Mm, all right. When we come back. We'll be normal. We can't guarantee oh, that. We have a question, which is, uh, what's the nicest thing a family member has done for you? You can, you can call now if you want. 651 1041 